What is up, y'all? You are listening to the World of WWE podcast. I am Ant, and I'm joined by my friends here. The champion, Macho Man Dan. Dig it. And Latino he Carlos. And today, you are checking out our Monday Night Raw, January 24th, 2022 episode recap. And Raw is live from Toledo, Ohio. Never heard of Toledo. I mean, I've heard of Toledo, but I've never been in Ohio, so it's pretty interesting. But anyway, so we start off with the weigh-in, and Bobby Lashley comes down, and then Paul Heyman comes out and introduces Brock Lesnar, who is sporting a cowboy hat, and Bobby weighs in at 270 pounds, and MVP says 273 pounds of lightning that Brock Lesnar will... Contend with at the Royal Rumble, right? And I think if I'm correct, Brock Lesnar was 285 pounds. And Bobby tells Brock Lesnar that Brock is acting like a fool. This will be the shortest title run in your career. And that's not a prediction, it's a spoiler. Brock then says after the Royal Rumble, if Bobby Lashley wins, he will be the new reigning. W undefend defending undisputed WWE champion Bobby Who. Then he drops the mic and walks off. So my question for you two is uh do we think Brock Lesnar is sliding Bobby Lashley smart? So do we think that it's a smart idea for Brock Lesnar to basically overlook Bobby Lashley at the Royal Rumble? No, I don't think it's a smart idea. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just answering your question. Well, why? That's all I really thought about it. But why do you think it's not smart? Do you think that Bobby Lashley is? Well, all right. Look, as much as I hate him, but all right, all right. No, that's a strong word. That's a strong word. No, all right. I dislike his character. I think it's getting old. I think we need something different. But that's me. Um. Wait, who? I don't think Bra- it's a Bobby smart idea to overlook him, though. I think because he beat Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre beat Brock in what? A few minutes? Something that like it took Roman Reigns years to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if Bobby Lashley can beat a person who does that, I mean, shit, he has some uh, pretty good wins under his belt. Mm. Okay, all right, he does. How about you, Carlos? Um, I think it's very unsmart of Lesnar to to overlook Bobby Bobby Lashley. Um, but yeah, he should. But there was there was this moment when when Corey Graves told told Brock to like take off his take off his clothes and then and then Brock was like, "Do you want me to get undressed for you?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's definitely overlooking him. Or what? What? How do you say that? Overlooking. No, you're right. Yep, he definitely, he's overlooking them. Yes. I agree. I think what I do like about this match is that because we've never seen it before, it's fresh and new, so I'm kind of excited to see it. Um, Bobby Lashley, even back in 2005, like was a he was he was almost like a Goldberg. He came out, you know, dominated, did the handicap matches, um, and then he disappeared for years. Dominated in TNA impact and then he came back over to wwe so he's really dominated everywhere he went he actually when he was in tna he held every single tna title at the same time so bobby lashley was 
dominant, um, except for obviously the women's title and that knockout championship. But yeah, so Brock Lesnar, I mean, you know, he asked him, what did you do when you left for a couple of years? Well, that's what he did. So I do think he is overlooking Bobby Lashley. All right, next up, we have this WWE Women's Tag Team Champion, Queen Zelina, who frequently checks out our stories. Hello. It's me you're looking for. Sorry, I have a sick issue, but yeah. Anyways, so Queen Zelina taking on the EST, Bianca Belair. This is a pretty quick match. I do, I think we talked about this before. I don't know if it was off air or on air about how it seems like they're going back to like the Diva era with like the matches for the women being like two minutes. But this is a very quick match and Bianca lands a KOD to get the win. My question is, what is next for the EST? You know, we, um, in our Royal Rumble prediction episode, which is up there, we obviously, um, she's in the match. You know, I don't know if we really predicted her to win, but what do you think is next for her? Do you think she will get a title shot, or do you think she's just going to go back to just being mid-card? I mean, she's already won the Rumble. She's already main evented and won at WrestleMania. I mean... Should they be if they do it twice? That's just a really stupid move. Yeah. Okay. So what do you so, think? I'm not saying she should go to mid card, but like she could stay like top card, just like not be champion. A lot of like guys do, and a lot of women have done that in the past. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. And how about you, Carlos? Um, we're asking about Bianca Belair, right? Yeah. What's next for her? Um, she's in the Royal Rumble tonight, so. Uh, yeah, but mm, she's on fire right now. It's just, I don't, I don't know what's like next for her, but I guess just keep winning matches. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Right. For me, I think. Um, like she's not, she's, there's, there's nothing wrong with her. Like, like there's, no, there's nothing, nothing wrong with her. I like think just, she just keep doing what she's doing. She had her year last year. And I think this will be a year where she kind of takes a little step back Especially, Becky, Becky kind of, kind of made her lose her, lose her mojo. Yep, and then especially if there's new people returning <laughs> and people, you know, coming back, you know, she had a great year. You know, maybe at the end of the year she might make a come up again, but I think that you know she'll have a decent showing in the Rumble. Also, don't forget, Liv Morgan is still creeping up. You know, she's still the fans still love her, so that you know, I feel like she's been kind of overlooked in all of this. But, anyways. Next up, we have the WWE U.S. Championship on the line. The U.S. Champion, Damian Priest, defending against Kevin Owens. And this is a pretty decent match. Kevin Owens jumped off the apron with a senton. Damian ends up getting his legs up, though, so he's able to counter that. And then he nails a choke slam on the apron to Kevin Owens. KO lands a tornado DT off the apron, and then a swanton to a two count. And then KO rolls up uh, Damian Priest, but Holyland Heights two count. And then he attacks Kevin Owens in the corner, leading to a disqualification win for Kevin Owens. So my question for you guys is, is Damian Priest's character likable anymore? Are we starting to feel like, okay, he's getting disqualified? Are we liking this gimmick? I mean, I think they're doing the gimmick all wrong, in my opinion. Like, I don't know. It's just they're not playing his cards right. Is is he even the U.S. champion anymore? He is. Yeah, he just defended the title. He got disqualified. I don't. I don't know. They just haven't really been. 
I haven't seen him on TV too much. I mean, well, he's been on every week, Dan. <laughs> he just, he well, just, I mean, he, like, he should have more time, is what I mean. Yeah. Like, really a disqualification yeah. for the U.S. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't see them playing the card right. That's all. How about you, Carlos? Uh, I spoke about this last week on Raw. Um, yeah, no, I'm not really a fan. They, there was nothing wrong with Damian Priest's character before this. Um, he's that I'm not really a fan of like this. Like he keeps getting disqualified gimmick, like like this whole like angry like the Damian side of him. I'm not. Yeah, I was more in depth about it last week, but yeah, I'm not really a fan of it either. Yeah, yeah, same here. I mean, like everything has become a gimmick now. You know, Damian Priest. Damian obviously being the the devil. What are they gonna do next? Name him just Damian. Yep, the Omen. You know, Damian is the devil. Uh, but the thing is, like, I, I get it. Like, he has this little, like, snapping fest. But if you're a champion and you keep getting disqualified, people are going to start to discredit you, you know? And I mm-hmm. feel like they're just doing that with him. And he's kind of becoming an afterthought. But who knows? Maybe he'll be able to change it up. I mean, in, in oh. AEW, he, or not AEW, sorry, in NXT, he was there you go. Freudian slip. In NXT, he was pretty much just this, like, badass sort of, like, you know, dude. So... But anyways, all right, next up, we have Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, and the 24-7 champion Dana Brooke against Nikki, almost a superhero, the women's tag team champion Carmella, and Tamina. I did not understand this six-woman tag match because why is Carmella involved in this? You know, like, she's the women's tag team champion. She's Her partner is Queen's Zelina. She didn't come out with her earlier. Why in the Eddie? world? What happened? I didn't really care about this match. Yeah, uh, it was a pretty decent, quick, quite decently quick match. I mean, I would say Ronda, not Ronda Rousey, blah, blah, blah. Rhea Ripley applies her, I don't know what it's called, but it's a really cool submission. And Carmella taps out really fast. After the match, Nikki almost a superhero, nails Rhea Ripley in the back. and in the, you, you know something? This match reminded me of, like, the Divas era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Music. I agree with you. So my question for you both is, will Rhea Ripley get vengeance against Nikki in the Royal Rumble match? More than likely. I mean, it's WWE. Yeah. Okay. How about you, <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. Yeah. Hey, I got to be right down to the point, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all right. Hey. And you agree with Dan Carlos? Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I would like, you know, what I would like to see if, um, you know, now that she's trying to heal, if her superhero costume could be a bit more, like, darker and a bit more, you know, she could be a super villain instead of a superhero. Yeah. Wait, I have a question. If she's a heel now, does that mean her thing's going to be go from S-A-S-H to almost A-S-V? Almost a super villain. Well, the problem with her is her character is that she's trying to say that, like, oh, I know you love me. I'm a superhero. Like, she's walking down the ring saying, thank you, fans. Thank you. So, like, she's, she's playing. Like, she's a heel, but she's playing off like she's a superhero. She's just saying that people don't understand what it's like to be a superhero and have enemies. So she's playing the character of, I'm not bad. I'm good. I just, people don't understand me because I'm a superhero. But I get what you're saying. It would be cooler if she was a supervillain. But 
there is a show called The Boys, and it's about superheroes who are basically evil. And, you know, that would be cool if she was more into the character and did more dastardly things instead of attacking from behind. Like, if she took out Rhea Ripley with a cheer, like, damn. But, yeah. yeah. All right, next we have the academic decathlon between the Alpha Academy and RK Bro, and I know I bet Carlos loved this segment. Um, the most funniest fuck. Yeah. So Chad says this will be a tree out of events, which is for all the idiots that don't know. He says three in the coming weeks. These events will prove Alpha Academy's athletic and genius. His protege Otis will decimate RK Bro into mental submission. And Alpha Academy will be in the Royal Rumble match, they announced. RK Bro come out, and tonight is a spelling bee challenge, and the winner will make the challenge for next week. Otis spells Emmental. Riddle has to spell calibration, and this is funny because he talks about calibrating when he is weighing stuff like ounces, and if you are a weed smoker, you might <laughs> Oh, that's what he was referring to? Yeah, like when you're weighing, oh like when you have a God. scale and you're weighing your pot, yeah. Yo! So yeah. my predictions were right. Riddle is a fucking smoker. Duh, that's his whole character. You didn't know oh, he's Yeah, yeah that's all he is. Just, he's just high. Just like last week. When but he I, I, I would say that he came, he, he would be coming high to work. You think he'd come? I don't, I don't think so. Much. No, it's his character. He's saying, yeah. even Randy Orton made a joke and so that he hangs out with Riddle because Riddle has the best strand. <laughs> strand, whatever. And then also last week, Riddle said that being the Royal Rumble match, they're going to light it up. So then um, Chad has to spell the word, word disillusion, but he ends up spelling a different word, so he gets the point wrong. Yeah, a guy with the 4.0 GPA. Whoa. Yep. And then yeah. Randy, Chad starts snapping, and Randy tells Chad to take a seat. Randy has to spell dumbbell. He gets it <laughs> right, so RK Bro win. And then I was he, waiting for one of them from one either tag give or Otis to say, Riddle, you're a dumbbell. I was waiting for somebody to call somebody a dumbbell. So then Randy challenges Kagi Chad Gaggy match. Gotta learn to speak proper, Anthony. I guess so. And he says he's gonna beat Chad Gable with the, you know, top most three letter dangerous letters in WWE RKO. Okay. So my question for you guys was, um, did we like the academic, the Capilon? Nope. I thought it was very stupid and a waste of time, honestly. I didn't really understand the point of the entire thing anyways. Oh, I'm smarter. I'm smarter. It's not about – yeah, sure, a little bit of it is about smarts in wrestling, but no, most of it is about – how you handle yourself in the ring and how tough you are and all that shit. No one really cares if you can spell a word correctly. Okay. I'm just saying, that was like the really stupid, like you can honestly tell how the creative team is just like trying to think of something to do to create time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, Carlos, what do you think? Well, I loved it. I thought it was great entertainment and we got a good match out of it. Okay. All right. For me, I, you know, we've seen this 
in WWE history going back to, you know, 1990 with the genius character where there's these really smart, you know, Dean Douglas in 1995, he was a school teacher. Um, you know, you have all a lot of characters. Damien Sandow, a sort of a professional, you know, act, like they have these sort of things where these characters are, you know, larger than life and, you know, intelligent, whatever. So I understand them doing it because, you know, that's their character. They're Alpha Academy. They're, they're an academy, university, they're smart, but they're also athletic. But um, uh, I know Carlos found it funny. I thought it was, you know, it, it, was, it was what it was. I'm excited. I, well, not excited, but, you know, I'm looking forward, I guess, to see what next week's challenge is. But to the match, it was a pretty decent match. A lot of people enjoyed it. That's why I said stuff. got a good match out of it. There, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Chad Gable lands a moonsault. Um, Randy Orton lands a DDT with Chad Gable's, you know, feet on the ropes that he normally does. OS takes out Riddle outside of the ring. And then um, Randy Orton goes for a punt, but then Chad Gables applies an ankle lock. Riddle attacks Otis with a scooter, and then Randy lands an RKO to get the win. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, next week, it's just sort of like a, you know, plan for next week. I have a feeling that Alpha Academy might one-up RK Bro next week, but I guess, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, so now... Alexa Bliss is back with her doctor, and she talks about how when she was little, girls were mean to her. You know, she was sort of an outcast, and she was bullied. So she got Lily and became friends with her, and all those mean girls disappeared and stopped bothering her. And that's how Lily and Alexa became friends. So I wrote here my questions. It's not a question. It says, come on, Alexa, become the goddess. Um, I, what do you Patience. guys think? Patience. Do you guys think she needs to become the goddess or do we need to keep seeing this character? Um, I, it's kind of hard because like the character could be something if it just wasn't so much like the fiend was, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So like if, if it changed it just a little and it didn't surround a doll, maybe it could be something so much better. It could even be something like maybe the the female Undertaker or something. I don't know. I'm just like saying it could be so much better if they did it right. And they're not doing it right. You know? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Carlos, do you mind if I just say my opinion really quick? Yeah, go ahead. Just quick thought. So my only thing with the and I don't know, Dan, you kinda of just made me think of something, is that like with Alexa Bliss's character, you never like saw her as being bully she was always the bully right yeah um, so i okay two things for me it's hard because it's like there was never a mention of lily before this storyline right there was never a mention of her being picked on or overcoming adversity really she just you know was a bitch <laughs> throughout her run she was the goddess right um but then another person can look at it and say, well, you know, bullies, mean people, hurt, do mean things, you know. People who get picked on might pick on or hurt people, hurt people, you know. She might have been upset and, you know, over the years, you know, became friends with Lily and Lily sort of, you know, 
helped her get this mean streak and she never mentioned Lily because maybe she felt like she didn't need to. You know, there needs to be an explanation um, as to what happened. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Carlos? Um, I'm, I'm just going along with it right now. We're only two weeks in. So it's like, this could lead to something way whole, like something way different than what we're seeing right now. This could lead to like a whole new character for her. Who knows? Okay. Like, but, but yeah, I'm, we're only two weeks in. Like, just like, I'm just going with this, see what happens. Going with the flow. Going with the flow. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna I'm not, I don't want to rush anything because anything rush is not good. Okay. If, if you rush things, it never turns out good most of the time. I just feel like, here's my question too. You know, because right now her segments are backstage, why haven't they done this weeks ago? You know, it, like, it's not like she needs to be in the ring. If they're just doing backstage segments, they could have been doing this since the beginning of January and then have her show up in the Rumble. They're doing it, like, what, two weeks before the Rumble? Like, I don't, I don't yeah. think they're, I don't think they're planning to have her in the Rumble match. Well, I thought Dan – well, didn't Dan pick her? I did. I think I think they're planning on doing it, and I think they'll have her come out and be, like, insane or something. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't, like I, don't, I said, I don't my think... prediction was completely out of left field. They might not have her in the Rumble. Hell, Anthony's pick might not even be in the Rumble. Mm, we don't true. know. True. Okay, moving on. So we mm-hmm. see Vince McMahon backstage with Austin Theory, and Austin tells Vince he will win the Royal Rumble match, and he asks him, you know, can you give me a spot number, you know, in the end, you know, in the Rumble? Can you give me like maybe 27, 29? And he's like, I have no. He's like, what makes you think I have any say in the numbers that get picked? And he says that, you know, he better be AJ Styles and come back with a nice selfie. So now we know that Theory has a plan um, to take out Styles. So now we have the match, AJ Styles versus Austin Theory. This is a pretty good match. AJ lands a plancha to Austin Theory outside. Austin Theory lands a really cool suplex. I couldn't describe it really, but it was cool when you saw it. Uh, AJ sent Hart into the turnbuckle. Theory lands a dropkick, kicking AJ Styles off the top rope to the outside of the ring. Style lands an inverted DDT. And then AJ lands a really cool arm suplex that he turns into a brain buster. Uh, Theory lands a standing blockbuster, two count. AJ lands a beautiful Pele kick. And then he applies the calf crusher, but then Theory grabs the ropes. And the end comes when AJ goes for a phenomenal forearm, but Theory pushes the ropes. AJ takes advantage and then is able to land the phenomenal forearm. And then AJ Styles gets the pinfall victory. So here are two questions. First, what is next for AJ Styles after beating Austin Theory? And my second question is, now that Theory has lost to AJ Styles, what will Vince McMahon do? Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll start. So maybe, um, maybe he'll give Austin Theory a, a really low number in uh, the Royal Rumble match. Mm, that's a good theory. Oh, cliche. Maybe like number six. Just okay. like when Johnny Gargano entered the Royal Rumble, he was number six too. Okay. <laughs> and then what is? what do you think will happen with AJ Styles this upcoming year? Or maybe like role like maybe to WrestleMania. What do you think is going to happen with him? I see him winning the Royal Rumble match. Mm. And like, yeah, that's right. He was his pick. That's right. 
I forgot. That's right. Oh, recording raw right now. <laughs> That's okay. Oh. That's all right, my man. We are, we are, for those who aren't listening, we're kind of doing this out of order. We recorded the Royal Rumble prediction episode earlier because I thought that that was very important to get out. We're recording this right after. So, you know, we've already discussed these in the episode prior. So you might hear some spoiler, but so you can still check it out in the archives. Go ahead, Carlos. Sorry, guys. Or Dan or whoever was talking. I think it was Dan. No, it was Carlos, but, um, I mean, it's kind of my turn anyways. Um, I definitely do see what Carlos is saying. It's possible they could do that. Uh, if they were to do that, though, that would just be, like, pre- like very predictable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's WWE. It's not like, oh, never, like, not like we've ever seen this before. It's not... I mean, if you guys remember, like, back in 2016 when Roman was feuding with, like, the authority and all that, they did that with Roman giving him number one. It's not like we've never seen it before. So, it's a very big possibility. Mm-hmm. And the thing with AJ Styles, I would love to see him win the Rumble. I would absolutely – I don't care if I lose the point on that. I love him very much, as we all – as we already all know that. Um, uh, I just don't see it happening. I mean, I don't know. The thing with him and Omas hasn't really done anything yet. I don't want to see it, honestly, but nothing's really happened with that yet. So we don't know. It it really depends on what happens tonight. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I think I said this to you guys off air. I have a feeling that Vince McMahon well, no, I said this in the, the Rare Rumble prediction. You just watch that and you'll hear my thought. Um, we'll listen to that. Uh, I don't know what's next for AJ. I really don't know. I hope he gets, you know, booked well. But lately, WWE has not been booking him well at all. But, okay. We are going to take a quick commercial break. And we will be right back as we cover Marisa's birthday celebration. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. Yes, definitely check out Anchor. And also, this is my moment where I tell you where you can find us and listen to us. Check us out wherever podcasts are streaming, including places like Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and like I said, pretty much everywhere podcasts are streaming like and subscribe to us also check us out on youtube search the world of wwe podcast and when you find us make sure you subscribe like and hit the notification bell so you get notified when new content is created i just got a notification about our royal rumble episode dropped dropping earlier on in the day which was cool also there's all kind of new content on there and make sure you leave a comment because we do like to hear your thoughts too and yeah, everything else will be in the description. You can find us, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, that will all be in the description. Okay, moving on. So we now get ready for the interview between Becky Lynch and Dewdrop. And Becky starts off and she says, you know, Dewdrop has been idolized, has idolized Becky, you know, since across the pond. And Becky paved the way for Dewdrop. She goes, why would I choose someone like Dewdrop? It's maybe because Becky is confident. 
Dewdrop says you picked me because you're desperate. Becky thinks it will be an easy victory. The only thing that will be easy is Dewdrop breaking Becky's ribs. So then Becky says Dewdrop should have danked her. I did I say thanked? <laughs> you mean thanked? Thanked. <laughs> I sound like I'm speaking Irish. Uh Becky says that Dewdrop should have thanked her and tells her that you're in a rude awakening at the Royal Rumble. And then Dewdrop says that Becky is no goat. She's a sad little lamb ready for a slaughter. And then Becky just says that Dewdrop is a placeholder. And then, you know, Becky continues to talk trash. And then Dewdrop leaves and attacks Becky inside the backstage area and the two brawl. So my question is, who do you think has a bigger advantage at the Royal Rumble between Becky Lynch and Dewdrop. After hearing the interview, um, I was really impressed by the the interview. I I, I think I, I expressed how I was more interested in this match at first, mm-hmm. but but Dewdrop impressed me this week. Uh, yeah. She found her and like like put her through the wall or something. I I think they like yeah I think they like brawled into like a wall. I don't I don't know. They're just like fighting. I didn't really care for it. I thought they could have done a lot better. I think it should have just been Becky talking because I don't. I don't really care anything about the job. She doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah, the hater. I'm yeah, sure. I'm a hater. Do you, do you like think Nia Jax? She doesn't like any of the bigger girls. She's a hater. <laughs> you suck. It's true. Am I lying? Sure. I bet you didn't like Karma either. I mean, Dan, she only like, had like the, two matches. Then is it like the character that you don't like, or is it just the her? As the I don't character? know. Like, she doesn't do anything for me. Like, she's not out there. I mean, she's a good wrestler. I'm not going to say she's not, but she just she doesn't stick out. She's just like a plain woman's wrestler, in my opinion. She doesn't do anything. But... I mean, I guess maybe she might put up a little bit of, I don't know. She didn't really make me believe that she's going to do anything. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, so for me, I'm excited to see Dewdrop make Dan eat his words, and uh, Mm. Bay Champion is going to end up loving her after tonight. Yeah, sure. We'll, We'll see about that. I think I'm excited for this because the thing with WWE is that they don't, talk about anything that has happened outside of WWE. And it is true. Dewdrop really, like I said before, she's from Scotland. Becky Lynch is from Ireland. They're not too far away from each other. And I think that the idea of these two, you know, of Dewdrop trying to be like Becky Lynch is interesting because it's kind of true. You know, a lot of people from Ireland don't make it in the States. You know, there's people like Finn Balor, Seamus, Becky Lynch. There's a few. So, you know, she did kind of pave the way for Dewdrop to come into the States and become, go on NXT UK. So I think that that's interesting. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, I think Becky has more of an advantage right now because she's, you know, beaten Bianca Belair. She's beaten Charlotte Flair. She's beaten Sasha Banks. She's beaten Liv Morgan. Uh, and I think that Dewdrop might be added. Well, I don't think might. She will be added to that list. All right. 
Next, we have... Just putting it out there. Sasha Banks has defeated her, too. True. Yeah, she has. She has. Eh? But <laughs> we talked about this with Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Uh, that was, what, like 2015? In what year? It was this year, actually. It was oh. Last year, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, guess what? Last year's an afterthought. Just like Roman Reigns said, water under the bridge. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> Up next, we have the Street Profits taking on the Mysterios. And um, this is a pretty decent match. Dominic planches Angela Dawkins outside. Montez Ford lands a huge plancha outside of the ring. And then Ford nails a sky high on Rey Mysterio. But Rey Mysterio rose up Montez Ford to get the win. After the match, Dominic tries to toss Rey Mysterio over the top rope, but Rey Hurricane Ron is Dominic outside of the ring. Uh, and then Montez Ford tosses out Rey. Dawkins tosses out Ford. And then um, uh, the Dirty Dogs run down, then they toss out Angelo Dawkins, and then Mysterious and Street Profits end up teaming up together to toss uh, the Dirty Dogs over the top rope. So there's just a lot of fucking people going over the top rope. But my question is even really a lot of fighting. Yeah, it wasn't even really about the match. But here's my question Do you guys think Rey Mysterio will have a special moment in this Royal Rumble match? He's the cover. I mean, he of, should. He is the cover of WWE 2K22. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to know. How about you, Carlos? Um, for the for the Mysterios match? Yeah, like, do you, what do, you, do you think Rey Mysterio will have a special moment in this year's Royal Rumble match? I think Dominic's going to have a special moment eliminating his father. Ooh. Okay. I would like, I want to see that. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, Rey, Rey Mysterio said on the bump, I think, a couple days ago that Dominic eliminates him. He's taking away his car keys for a month. That's yeah, that, that totally matters to us. No, no, that, I'm just saying. <laughs> Jeez. I'm just saying, yeah, that, that totally matters to us if he gets his car keys taken away. And plus, it sounds like a jealous kind of parent thing to do. Like, oh, my son did this to yeah, yeah, so your son's like twenty. Your son's like 25 years old. He can take away his car keys. Yep. Oh my god, what you should say is that if my son throws me over the top rope, he better to face his pop get ready to face his papa on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> it's Poppy. Um okay. He's his poppy. So we're at our last segment of the night, Madisa's birthday celebration. And the Miz comes down and there is a huge cake. There's a bunch of It wasn't cake. a huge cake, it was pretty small. Oh, you, but you know what I mean. It was like a three-layer top tier. It was like an ice cake, right? Marius comes down to the ring looking fucking boom shit. What? Shuggy ducky quack. Quack, quack. And so he opens the first gift. And it's a portrait of Ms. and Marius, sort of like old school, like 1700 style. It looks silly. Uh, he then also gives Marius a clutch purse. 
And then he says, well, I, there's this huge box. And he goes, well, I, I didn't know, you know, I thought this gift was from you to me. And Mary's like, I thought this was from, you know, your gift to me. And they, they act a little nervous. And then they end up opening the box. And it's a brick inside there, the brick that Mary used to hit Bet Phoenix with last week. Ha, ha, ha. That was and, stupid. That was funny as fuck. Bet Phoenix got dropped. Anyways by my girl anyways edge and beth phoenix come down upset and they basically take out security they trash the ring and the gifts they land a heart attack on security and they 3d a security member through the cake and through the table Ms. and maurice are upset to end marie maurice looked really shook insane so my question for you guys is um did Edge and Beth Phoenix prove that Ms. and Marys need to back off? Or do you think Ms. and Mary far they have something up their sleeve for the Royal Rumble? I think they got something up their sleeve. Yeah, same here. Okay. All right, all right. Well, why don't we quickly just go over our favorite moments? And by the way, Beth really needs to stop that freaking hairdo that she's been doing. That looks hard. Yeah, it's really bad looking. <laughs> She needs to stop doing that here. That's really nice, guys. Uh, I don't care. She she used to look great in the ring. That here's not. Oh no, God no. <laughs> he said God. So what God. was our what was our favorite moment of the night? And I'll start with Le Champion since he is defending the title tonight and that he's going to lose. <sighs> That's a tough threat, one. man. That is a tough one, but. Carlos said triple threat. <laughs> that Tino Heat. I don't really have one, honestly. I, I thought it was all crap. <laughs> I thought it was a shitty way to go to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, you literally like really hate Monday Night Raw. I do. I think Raw sucks lately. He's like, yeah, and I think everything sucks. Well, I, I thought the spelling was my favorite part. <laughs> and okay, Carlos, I'm sorry. What was your favorite part? The spelling bee. The, oh, the, the academic capital. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, for me, my favorite part. And the uh, Adrian Styles and Austin Theory match. Okay. That was a good Okay, match. actually, you know what? All right, if I have to pick one good thing out of the show, fine. I'll go with the Austin Theory versus Adrian Styles match. That wasn't complete shit. Okay, cool. <laughs> for me, I'm going to have to go with, and this is going to be a surprise, a dewdrop in Becky Lynch interview. Just because, again, I think it – gave more story and more depth to the Royal Rumble match than any other story going into it so far, in my opinion, aside from, well, all the Met goes, no, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns have the better storyline, but... But we're talking about Raw. Yeah, we're talking about Raw, yes, exactly, so I think... But, uh, and Raw, I think I think you're the only one that's, like, really, truly invested in that match. Because I just have a feeling that they're going to – because Be- Becky Lynch just makes everybody look good, you know, and every person oh that I God, think she's going to – every person I think that she's going to have lose oh or make them look bad, she make, she does make them look good. I mean, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. It's a good thing. You know, why would you want to fight someone who makes you look like you can't do it in the ring? Liv Morgan carried Becky Lynch that whole, those, those whole matches that they were fighting. Well, they but well, she lost every match. But she pretty much she she dominated. Even though she lost, she pretty much dominated the match. I have a question for you: If you order home uh, movers, they carry your luggage. They are not important. They carry the luggage and then they leave. 
the person who owns the house is the one that matters. And they carried up the luggage. So what? They, they, still do they still don't. I mean, they carry the luggage, but what does that mean? They make the money and then they leave, and then somewhere, and then they might hire. I don't get what you're trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that they're dispensable. Becky Lynch is big time Bex. Liv Morgan is Liv Morgan. Dispensable? Oh my God! Wow. When it comes that's to Becky, up, listen, even Sasha that's Banks comes to Becky. That is fucked up. That is fucked up. It is. You just called Liv Morgan. To, wow. There's there's nicer ways of saying it. Come and on. here's the thing: Liv Morgan is one of the best female. Oh, now you want to praise her, huh? No, she's the you best. Call, one really of the best female I wrestlers I on the roster. To this shit. She's the best female wrestler. Liv Morgan, please listen to this. She's the best female wrestler on the roster right now. But even so, with that, she still is incomparable to big time backs. Wow. So, okay. But I guess we're just really riled up and excited for Royal <laughs> No, you're just disrespecting someone right I'm now. I'm slowly losing my mind as we go. By the way, can we just talk about a moment that happened that Carlos actually sent to me? What, what was it? It was like, Queen oh, can Bo- I say it? Can I say it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so while Zelina Vega was coming out the, to the ring, there was this fan <laughs> that had no chill whatsoever, and he pulled it. He brought he 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 was holding a sign up which said, "Hold on, let me pull it up right now." No chill whatsoever. No chill. Hold on. Oh, it's right here. It said, "Queen Zelina, use my face as your throne." Oh my what? God. Yeah. Uh, Are you serious? And I can see the guy who's really smiling. Uh, th- that I think is a little disturbing. Come on, stop! You know you would do that. Listen, it's a little I, disturbing. Listen, I wouldn't be telling the whole entire. I mean, I wouldn't be telling the whole entire. <laughs> yeah, world. right. Stop, man. What? Strong. <laughs> Listen, I respect my queen, so I'm not going to do you negatively of do you? our royal queen Zelina. So uh, eyeballs emoji. La All Reina. Right. All right. Sure. Carlos, can you yeah, roll oh, your tongue? Okay, and okay. Carlos, can you roll your tongue? Roll my tongue? Like you know, like um like when they like like I can't do it. Like, like La Frena, La Frena. You know how they like how sometimes people. La Frena. There you go. All right, that that's the queen. Okay, so. And I was like, no, no, I respect my queen. That okay. is no, that I respect is, her. I, I do respect. I respect her. my queen. Oh yeah, when we get off, when we get when we're not. Well, listen. I respect her. Here's the thing, guys. That was it for Monday Night Raw. That was the last lead up to Royal Rumble before SmackDown. Uh, I mean, the Royal Rumble is going to be a good pay-per-view, but I don't really know much about this show if it was a good starting point. But we're on the road to WrestleMania. And yeah, that is it. Uh, Be safe, y'all. And we will talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye.